0: Street Shepherd with Step Harmon True Stories of Jesus on the Streets Reaching the Broken and Lost Chapter 23 The Pitcher He once played pro baseball, but now he was homeless and hurting. The man could barely stand or walk. Slowly he got up and winced with every step. Sorry, my feet are all messed up, he said as I handed him some tacos. His name was Taylor, and he sat on a curb under a tree in the shopping center parking lot, near a Food for Less Burger King and Goodwill store. Cars from the Burger King drive through meandered on past. The late afternoon May air held the smell of burgers and fries and some kind of cruel tease to a person who was homeless and hungry. Taylor looked about late twenties or early thirties, thin, about six feet tall. From the dust and grime on his skin and face, he looked older, worn down. I hadn't intended on speaking along with him, but God had other plans. I hate sitting here and asking people for help because it's all my fault, Taylor said, holding a cardboard sign that read, anything helps. I've made a lot of bad decisions. It's all on me. We've all made bad decisions and should be dead as a result of them I replied I was speaking spiritually and literally remembering the dumb things I had done in my old life but god takes those away Taylor looked at me not knowing if I was some kind of religious nut or not You go to church around here he asked I just believe in god He saved my life a few years ago, I replied. I have attended many church buildings, but that is not my focus. Church is not the goal. Being like Jesus is the goal. And yet so many church buildings and man-made denominations and organizations insist on the opposite. They complicate the simplicity of the true gospel. Anyway, I returned my focus to Taylor. What's wrong with your feet? He proceeded to remove his left shoe and sock. The skin on his feet was rubbed off and raw from the shoes he was wearing. Several layers of skin were gone, and the blistery hole ran at least four inches long. Every step he took rubbed even more skin off, and he didn't have any more to lose. Taylor had reached the end of his own wisdom, or lack of it. His feet were just the result of many poor choices. Bad steps he had made. I played pro baseball in the minor leagues, he said. I was a pitcher. The other night I was out here and some other homeless guy was beating up a woman, so I jumped in to stop it, and I got beat up, knocked out. He threw a 96-mile-an-hour fastball. Taylor paused and his eyes got watery. His old self would have easily stopped the violence. I used to be strong. I used to be athletic, he said. He hated the fact that he was weak and thin now and begging other people for food to survive. I looked at his shoes and it was clear they were too small. Not the right shoes for his feet. He had no choice but to wear these. The Holy Spirit said to me, get him some new shoes. I'm going to get you some new shoes, I said. You don't have to do that, man, Taylor said. It was clear he wasn't accustomed to being helped by anyone, wasn't sure how to accept it. I'll pay you back, he said. Don't worry about me. You will pay this back in the future when you're back on your feet and help someone else who needs shoes, I said he nodded and understood. The Goodwill store had none in his size, so I had to go several miles to a sporting goods store. Better to get new shoes anyway. The perfect pair was there. I bought them and returned to my car. I understood the message God was saying, what these new shoes represented. The old shoes represented the old tailor and had walked with him into nothing but pain and despair, spiritually and physically, thousands of steps into darkness. Yet even with his feet being torn raw from them, he still clung to them. Why? He thought he had no choice, and had resigned himself to being in the dark. He told himself he deserved it, and for many choices he actually did. But Jesus came so that we may have life. Repentance and forgiveness changes everything. It was Taylor's turn to experience those. When I got back, Taylor was not sitting there, but his stuff remained. Then I saw him limping as he walked from the Food for Less store towards me. Sorry, I, I can't move quicker, he said. It was painful just to see him try and walk, because I knew each step rubbed more skin off the top of his feet. When he saw the new box of shoes, his face showed shock. What was happening? Why would anybody help me? The questions were written on Taylor's face. I had scribbled a scripture on the receipt, the message the Lord wanted Taylor to know. No way, no way, he said, and tore off the lid like a kid on Christmas morning. The Lord also gave me a prophetic word for Taylor. You will have your own construction business someday and employ 20 to 30 people. Taylor's eyes got teary again. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry, he said. His spirit was already receiving God's grace and promise. I know today it doesn't seem like that will ever happen, but that's God's plan, I said. God is giving you new shoes One's made for you. Walk with God now, a new walk. Six months later, Taylor got a check for $12,000 dollars. He told me he was leaving the streets and getting his life back together. He never would have believed that. You've been listening to Street Shepherd," the podcast. I'm Step Harmon. I really appreciate you listening. And be sure to share these testimonies with others of Jesus on the streets. Once again, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. God bless.